interesting week now uh the last couple shows were kind of serious so we're going to take a little bit lighter note today but we've got a broad range of topics you can call us live at 855-660-4261 once again 855-660-4261 now i got a question for you do you think that julian assange should be charged over the WikiLeaks. Do you think that he should be hauled up on trial? Do you think he should be extradited to the U.S.? I mean, you know, Trump was pretty happy about those leaks during the election campaign. Now it seems like Jeff Sessions is going to go after him. The CIA director is saying that WikiLeaks is a massive external and national security threat to the United States. A lot of people would argue that the CIA is a way bigger threat internally. Professor Mike, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. How are you today? I'm doing good. So uh, Fox News is having a big shakeup over there. They're getting rid of a lot of their uh, kind of staple uh, talking heads, Bill O'Reilly being the biggest one. Uh, experts, and, and I use that term loosely, are warning that gender inequality is destroying the environment. And uh, there's a new name for vagina. So, you know, you're not supposed to say vagina anymore. And I've done it twice. So let's launch the show. Light it up, let's get this show on the road. Hey, a freak show. Well, I guess we better get on with it. Come on, I had a good old day. What are we waiting for? Let's go. This is American Art Radio. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. There's even a chance, quite small, of course, that you may like it. Five, four, three. We'll do it live. There's no, there's no words on it. We'll do it live. I've never seen that. And that is the dance remix of Bill O'Reilly freaking out on the set of Inside Edition eight years ago. Went viral. Now, it's funny that we brought up this whole thing with Julian Assange because Bill O'Reilly was calling for him to be arrested back in 2011, I believe it was, when he was uh, putting out whistleblower revelations from uh, Chelsea Manning or Bradley Manning. I guess he prefers to be called Chelsea. Whatever. I don't care. But this, this is a bigger question. I mean, if there's, if there's obvious criminality going on in the government, uh, maybe that information needs to be leaked out to the public. You agree with that, Mike? 
I don't have Mike. Okay. Uh, we're having a few weird internet problems here today, but that's okay. I can carry this show on. Don isn't with us either, by the way. Don Nailgun Nailer. Uh, he was touring a chocolate factory, and there was a most unfortunate accident. So it's not a good situation. Not a good situation. Hey, but you know what? It looks like we're going to be uh, bombing North Korea right away. <laughs> so you're going to forget all about Assange and Bill O'Reilly soon because uh, it looks like, looks like we're going to war. And when I say us, I say America. Because Canada won't have anything to do with it because, uh, quite frankly, Canada doesn't have the power to wage war with North Korea or really anyone. Now, we've got top soldiers, we've got good staff, but not great equipment, and they're not well-funded. And it's just like that. So, Julian Assange, what are we going to do about this? It's not a good situation. Think he's going to get charged? Do you think he needs to be? Give us a call, 855-660-426. One, let me know what your opinion is on this situation with Julian Assange. U.S. authorities have prepared charges to seek the arrest of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. The Justice Department probe of Assange and WikiLeaks dates back to at least 2010 when the site first gained widespread attention, as you'll recall, for posting thousands of files stolen by the former U.S. Army intelligence analyst, now known as Chelsea Manning. Now, prosecutors over the years have struggled um, with the First Amendment, uh, precluding the prosecution of Assange. But now we have learned through these officials Uh, They have found a way to move forward. All right. They've wanted to for a long time. And a lot of people thought that he was going to get off the hook because of the Trump election. But it doesn't look like that's happening. The attorney general today was asked by Laura Jarrett about the focus on getting Assange. You said crime reduction overall is one of your top priorities in the department. And last week, we heard from CIMD director Mike Pompeo uh, really discussing the scourge of WikiLeaks and Chelsea Manning leaks. Can you talk about whether it's a priority for your department to arrest Assange once and for all and whether you think you can take him down? We are going to uh, step up our effort and already are stepping up our efforts on all leaks. This is a matter that's gone beyond anything I'm aware of. Uh, We have professionals at Bennett, the security business of the United States for many years that are shocked by the number of leaks, and some of them are quite serious. So yes, it is a priority. We've already begun to step up our efforts, and uh, whenever a case can be made, we will seek to put some people in jail. Well, this is going to really throw a wrench into this whole Russia and Trump connections thing, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people think that that's just an invention of John Podesta anyways to cover up his own Russia ties. Not to mention the Clinton Foundation. Not to mention that they sold a huge amount of U.S. uranium to the Russians. I mean, on its own, is that criminal? If not, why are they covering it up? That's what you have to ask. In September of 2011, Assange shared his mission with 60 Minutes. If you're a whistleblower and you have material that is important, we will accept it, we will defend you, and we will publish it. All right, so Assange has made his intentions clear. Now, it's important to note that it's been completely nonpartisan. 
They don't have an axe to grind with a particular political party. And they never have. This, this whole thing goes back to freedom of speech. Totally. Without those leaks, we wouldn't have known how deep the corruption went. Last year, the organization came under fire for publishing thousands of emails from the campaign of Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton. WikiLeaks! I love WikiLeaks! All right, Donald Trump, I love WikiLeaks. The Justice Department inquiry comes as the CIA and the FBI are looking for an insider, either a CIA employee or contractor, who exposed top-secret government documents and hacking tools. Sources familiar with the investigation say it was someone who had physical access to the material. You know, it seems like you really can't keep stuff a secret anymore. I mean, they do, but it all comes out. It actually reminds me of a, a Bible verse from the book of Isaiah where he talks about trying to cover up lies. It's like trying to cover yourself in a bed with a blanket that's too short. Something's always going to be exposed. You can't do it. But in true government form, they will kill the messenger every time. CIA Director Mike Pompeo says Assange is a national security threat. As long as they make a splash, they care nothing about the lives they put at risk or the damage they cause. So the CIA has done a lot of damage over the years. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Seems like a big distraction to me. Give us a call, 855-660-4261. We'll be back right after this. Syntec Global XFT is a breakthrough product trusted around the world for over 20 years. Syntec Global XFT will maximize engine life and fuel economy, maximize horsepower and performance, and minimize emissions. XFT packs an incredible amount of benefits into one small concentrated dose and comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Syntec Global XFT. Put it to the test. Head over to AmericanUpRadio.com now to get your extreme fuel treatment. That's AmericanUpRadio.com. Welcome back to American Ock Radio, everybody. We are live. Now, before the break, I asked, what do you think should be done with this whole situation with Julian Assange? He's been living in the Ecuadorian embassy for, I think, five years now. And he describes it as hell. There are worse places, though, I suspect, like a, you know, extradition black site in Dubai. Or, oh, let's say Guantanamo Bay. I think that the Ecuadorian embassy would look pretty good after a trip to one of those places. And that might be exactly what Sessions has in mind. I don't know. I'd like to point out, too, though, that Sessions didn't exactly address Julian Assange. He just said, we're going after all leaks. Let's take a call. Ronnie in Nevada. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, Mike, this is, you got Ronnie, the pissed off coal miner truck driver from Mesquite, Nevada, and I'm going to tell you what, dude, they're worried about Julia Assange. I, you know, why don't the Attorney General, Mr. Sessions, finally go after Lois Lerner? 
Why don't he go after President Obama? Why don't he go after Secretary of State Hillary Clinton? Very good question. They're worried about what he did about exposing the truth, but then because it's not politically correct talked about what I just said at the moment, then you're supposed to let it go under the rug? Yeah. Well, you or I, if we were in head of the IRS and you were going to politically target conservative groups, you'd be in jail right now. Or if you were to target uh, Democrat groups. Oh, yeah. You'd be crucified. Yeah, just like those simpletons on MSNBC or CNBC said the other day that Donald Trump hasn't even uh, scored any uh, domestic uh, points at all these first 100 days. Well, he has, but I'm not going to get into it. You know, he's renegotiating NAFTA and GAD, but... You know, you got to understand something about a liberal. They're so mentally ill, they don't know which end of their body that they're talking out of anyway. I mean... They don't even know uh, if they're male or female. I don't know. I expect well, them to know anything not. else. <laughs> well, you shouldn't say that. Don't say vagina. You know, that, they might, that might be the true mouth of the South. You never know. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It's hard to say. So... Yeah. so yeah, thanks for the call, Ronnie, and uh, keep in touch. We always like to hear from you. Now, I want to switch. Uh, we, we started out talking about Bill O'Reilly, and he was the undisputed king of cable talk news. I mean, for years, for a long time. I mean, economically, the decision to get rid of him for Fox doesn't really make a lot of sense. And it's always about sexual harassment. Always. It was the same thing with Roger Ailes. I mean, anybody can throw that that accusation out. Was it proven? I don't know. The producer of this show, Don Naylor, used to uh, work with another show host. uh, And that guy had dirt on O'Reilly. And they were going to come after him, actually. And they backed down. This was back in the, uh, in the Bush years. And then O'Reilly tried to equate Ron Paul to pedophiles because he didn't like his politics. So as far as O'Reilly goes, I think he's a warmonger. I, I don't like a lot of his analysis. Some of it's good. Most of it is extremely biased. And I can say that. Mike, have you ever watched Bill O'Reilly? Um, here and there. I mean, I, I don't really watch mainstream media that much, but I remember yeah. that he looked, he looked the exact same when I was a kid as he does now. <laughs> the guy, yeah, he, all, he hasn't changed at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, on the topic of Bill O'Reilly, here's the thing, though. Since the early 90s, they've been getting complaints about sexual harassment from him. Yes. And... and they've been doing payouts to all these different women for the last 20, 25 years. So what I think it is, I honestly think that with the, the, the onslaught of YouTube, uh, you know, the, the rising stars, I guess everybody on YouTube is a rising star now. And, and a lot of people actually go to Twitter for their news, you know, 140 characters. I think Bill O'Reilly's just not worth keeping around anymore. I mean, the guy's a dinosaur. 
Yeah, know. but he was still number one in the ratings. I mean, the the pharmaceutical yeah, ads that were on during his show were being seen by more people than any other network. And that was Bill O'Reilly. <clears throat> Fox News was 20% of 20th Century Fox budget for the year. That's huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. But if you look at the way that the mainstream media has been collapsing recently... I mean, in the last five years, they've lost so much revenue because nobody wants to listen to them anymore. You know, they're they're still he he may be the top of the mainstream media, but the mainstream media itself is, is dwindling. It's falling apart, and and especially now that you know the the whole fake news thing. I mean, we've you know people on YouTube and 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 people like you and I have been exposing fake news for years, but it's gotten to be mainstream that people are just saying, look, this is. BS, you know, you could see that that's a green screen. You know that this is a lie. This is a lie. They called the uh, the perpetrator the victim. You know all these different things. So I think people are shying away from the mainstream media, and the mainstream media is in a panic. They're like, okay, what are we going to do to rejuvenate things, to reinvigorate things? Maybe we got to swap some people around. And, and I mean, look, as soon as they announced Bill O'Reilly's getting canned, all of a sudden their viewership spiked. Everybody's checking out their website, and, and the viewership went up. It's only been two days. The thing is, the thing is, Rupert Murdoch put his son in charge, and he's a DNC insider. So a lot of people figured that Fox News is going to turn into CNN 2.0. And so what they did was they put uh, Tucker Carlson into Bill O'Reilly's time slot, and Tucker's doing really well. I mean, he's got good ratings. They're not what Bill O'Reilly's were, but possibly that same crowd will tune in. So... Tucker Carlson gets uh, Bill O'Reilly's time slot on Fox News, and what does he do? He immediately, first show, gets on Caitlyn Jenner. Have you ever parked your bicycle in an airplane hangar? <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, that's right. Have you ever thrown a toothpick into a volcano? <laughs> oh, God. Is that... I promise not to do that again. <laughs> is it... Is that uh, Deuce Bigelow? That was from Deuce Bigelow, yeah. Oh, when he, God. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the one, uh, the, the one of the cake down her bra. I haven't watched yeah, that. Something years. like that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Um, the 600-pound guy that's acting like a woman or something. I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He scary, said I made a mistake, and she said, did you say steak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie. Right. So, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I don't think Fox will turn into CNN, but really they're both kind of hard to watch. I mean, I'll, I'll give you this, okay? CNN is way worse. I, I didn't really know how bad it was because I only watched little clips of them here and there on other shows when people are using it to make a point. But I turned it on and left it on for two hours the other day. And I, th I, I found myself thinking, this cannot be intentional. <laughs> I mean, this cannot be... Watch, watch the real news is like it's like volunteering to get kicked in the nuts. That's it. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to American Knock Radio, everybody. The call in line is 855-660-4261. And uh, I don't want to talk about Bill O'Reilly anymore. I've had it. Enough. So, 
What the hell is going on with United Airlines? <laughs> I mean, they've done it again. There's a video of a uh, airline worker. I guess he hit a woman in the face with a stroller and almost hit the baby and then tried to pick a fight with one of the passengers. Was it United or American Airlines? Hey, Brad, was that United or American? I, I think it was... Uh, it could have been American. Anyhow, so I had... I saw something this morning that disturbed me greatly, Mike. Mm-hmm. I was driving... I, yeah, I was driving down the highway on my way to Walmart to get some gourmet food. <laughs> and there was... <laughs> On the side of the road, in front of a motorcycle shop, they had this RV done up, and they called it the man van. And apparently, you can pull off the road and get a roadside prostate exam right there. And they've got uh, hot dogs and a barbecue going. And, yeah, you can just pull over and have a complete stranger put his finger in your bum. And, listen, that sounds crude the way I said it, but that's literally what it is. Okay? Now, I have an ironclad rule. Never, ever, ever go to a doctor for a prostate exam. Number one... What are they going to do if they find something? <laughs> then you're really in trouble. You're, you're probably better off not knowing. Number two, if you supplement correctly, you can avoid prostate problems. Okay, there's no real good reason that you should ever have a problem with it. Really, quite honestly. And if you head over to AmericanOcRadio.com, you can see a banner ad with Dr. Peter Glidden. And if you click on that... You can have access to live webinars on how to avoid being finger-banged by a doctor. Okay, guys? I mean, Mike, seriously, I can't believe they still do that. Well, you know, the, re- the real scary thing is if they offer a hands-free proctology exam. Um, <laughs> that wasn't my finger. <laughs> then, then, then you know there's a problem. Um, right. <laughs> You know, if they're doing that, there's obviously okay. Put it this way: for with regards to prostate cancer, nobody really dies of prostate cancer. You no. die of the treatment. You yeah. know, and and that's actually see people people always misunderstand what they say when there's a five year cancer treatment survival rate. See, it's it's not that there's a five year survival rate from cancer it's a cancer treatment survival rate and prostate cancer you don't die from it it's generally very benign it might be a little bit uncomfortable if your prostate's swelling up you might have a few issues urinating but uh for the most part it's not it's not dangerous and like you were saying you know proper supplementation proper amounts of zinc and maybe even some herbs like salt palmetto you know but uh if they're doing this i have a feeling it's kind of like the pushes that they do with uh, the Susan G. Komen Foundation with the pink ribbons. Yeah. And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to indoctrinate more men into the cancer industry because women, women panic over anything. Okay, And I'm not trying to bash women here. Medical doctors, psychologists, everybody knows that women will panic from anything that the doctors say. And they will like obey the lord you know, uh, of, of the medical industry. They will, they will do anything that they say. 
Whereas men, in most cases, will turn around and say, "Okay, doc, you know, I'm I'm cool. I don't need the prescription. I'm cool. I'll, you know, I'll tough it out." But, you know, having something like the man van or whatever, I guess that's to to try and you know rope them in and see if they can get more customers. It's the only thing I could think of because, I mean, why else would they put up a van to 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 shove some some you know to have somebody shove their finger up your butt? Um, it's kind of like the the organ harvesting vans that they used to have. You know, in the 1980s in China, um, you know, there's suspicion that they're still around. Uh, no proof of it, but I mean, who knows? But you know, it's 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 when there's when there's a need for some kind of business. That's how you kind of boost the market by by scaring people. So that's what I think it is. I think this is scare tactic, fear mongering. I totally agree with you on that. But I mean, you know, and, and the other thing that they'll do is they'll turn around and say, you've got precancerous polyps, so we have to remove a section of your uh, your colon uh, so that you don't get cancer. And and that's where it's get, it gets really crazy, kind of like the whole BRCA gene thing where they tell you you've got a, you know, a mutation in the BRCA gene, so you've got to get your breasts cut off, preemptic, preemptive mastectomy so that nothing happens to you in the long run. Well, something did happen to you. You got butchered. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and what's, what's funny about a lot of those genetic predispositions to cancers, they admit in their own documentation that there's less than a 2% chance that the genetic predisposition will actually cause cancer. You're more likely going to get cancer from plastic products, pharmaceutical drugs, uh, you know, microwaves, whatever. So, so it has nothing. I mean, look at mammograms. Okay, they they say that you have a seventy six thousand percent higher likelihood of getting breast cancer if you take a regular mammogram every year. You know, yeah, you're you're unlikely to get breast cancer, and 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 even if you did get breast cancer, it's nothing fatal. In most cases, it's the treatment that's fatal. People need to understand the difference. I mean, think about this man van, right? You just got somebody's hand shoved up your butt, and then on top of that, he says, "Oh, by the way." Um, you just endured the pain of me shoving my hand up your butt, and uh, you're going to die from uh, prostate cancer. And it's like, what? Like that would that would trip somebody really up big time. But nah, in most in most cases, people that die of old age, we're talking like eighty to ninety year olds. A lot of the times when they do autopsies, they they have cancer everywhere, but it's not the cancer that killed them. So, yeah, it was the actual treatment. Yeah, no doubt yeah, about it. I, that's 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 what happens. I mean, so many women die with breast cancer and not even knowing that they have it because they've lived 40 years with it. You know, somebody says, okay, you, you have breast cancer, and if you don't get treatment, you might live for 40 years. But if you do get treatment, you got about a three-year lifespan. And the Keep doctor getting checked. Get yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy situation. Hey, hey, I'm just looking at this article that uh, you sent me yesterday on uh, She Amazing. Uh, I guess that's probably supposed to be pronounced shamazing.net. Experts warn that gender inequality is destroying the environment. Let's get into it. So this this uh, this writer, uh, it doesn't even put a name on it anymore. It's written by the, the shamazing team. As if we needed another reason to fight for women's rights, it recently emerged that our environment could be suffering as a result of our inequalities. That's right. It's men's fault. In a special issue of the prestigious journal Science, academics warned how our spiraling populations 
and need to grow large amounts of food is contributing to the loss of species and habitats around the world. I'd like to point out that we probably throw away more food in a day here in North America uh, than it would take to feed all of Africa, <laughs> to be quite honest. You know what I mean? And I've, I've heard the, the debate over that before um, because, you know, the, the local McDonald's at the end of the night, they take out one of those big uh, uh, leaf garbage bags, the, the plus size ones, full of food and throw it out. And another uh, shopping uh, grocery store here in town, they have to lock up their bins, their garbage bins, because otherwise people will go in there for food. And lots of people have said, well, why isn't that food given to feed people? Well, that would put the grocery store out of business and it costs them money to bring it in. I mean, if they just started giving away their food, people would stop buying it <laughs> and then they would lose. I mean, so I get that side. It's estimated that the global population will hit 11 million by the end of the century, thus increasing our necessary food production by a massive 30%. After this break, we're going to fill you in on how men are destroying the planet. We're terrible, hey, Mike? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Syntec Global XFT is a breakthrough product trusted around the world for over 20 years. Syntec Global XFT will maximize engine life and fuel economy, maximize horsepower and performance, and minimize emissions. XFT packs an incredible amount of benefits into one small concentrated dose and comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Syntec Global XFT. Put it to the test. Head over to AmericanUpRadio.com now to get your extreme fuel treatment. That's AmericanUpRadio.com. Gender inequality is destroying the environment. We were talking about that right before the break here. And uh, actually, Mike pointed out a typo that I did not catch. Uh, the global population will not hit 11 million by the end of the century. I'm thinking that they meant to say billion with a B. Hey, Mike? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, 11 million, it's, it's, that's like a, a, an average city in the United States. So this this uh, professor Eileen Christ of Virginia Tech says wherever women are empowered educationally, culturally, economically, politically, and legally, fertility rates fall. That's true. That's that's actually happening in North America. It is. It, it is. Populations tend to move towards states of zero or negative growth when women achieve equal standing with men. As long as family planning services and contraceptives are readily available. Zero to negative population growth. Is that a good thing? I mean, where I live, there's hardly anybody. <laughs> We've got a huge amount of land here. 
I like how they mentioned family planning services. That family planning services. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly. Abortion. It goes back to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that's just abortion clinics. That's literally what plan- family planning services means. <laughs> and no, you're you're a hundred percent right. I mean. That, but that's their little religion, right? That's what they do. It's it's all about. Uh, nah, it's all about a truckload of dead babies. Let's be let's be quite honest about it. Yeah. Anyways, the journal put a huge emphasis on the importance of female education, referring to birth statistics in Africa to illustrate their point. Yeah, let's let's be like Africa. That's a great idea, ladies. African women with no education have, on average, 5.4 children. Women who have completed primary school have 4.3 children, and a big drop to 2.7 correlates with completion of secondary school. For those who go on to college, fertility is 2.2. So... The answer is to industrialize. I mean, if Africa was industrialized and people had jobs, I mean, it, and we're talking about a big continent here, right? But well, it's the largest. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fact though that when you industrialize, the birth rate goes down. I mean, when people have something to live for and look forward to, they don't have kids, right? <laughs> Because <laughs> that's going to ruin the whole thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Mike? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and what's really funny is they're talking about the necessity for food production, right? Well, yeah. last I checked, if you're using Africa to illustrate a point, okay, Af- Africa has a crazy population boom due to the fact that they're dying off all the time. They need to keep repopulating. They don't have enough food. Okay, so this this whole concept that these feminists are trying to say put women in power so that the population uh, growth goes to zero or negative that that's that's literally going to destroy a whole a whole uh, society within 75 years you know it's, well, I think stupid. you just hit. I think you just figured out the agenda behind that I mean uh, that's that's feminist for you and you you sent me an article about a, there was a kindergarten teacher that banned the boys in her class from playing with Lego yeah, it seems to be an ongoing thing. Um, a kindergarten teacher recently, um, and, and it's happened, I think, three or four times over the last five years that these, these kindergarten teachers have this odd agenda of basically trying to destroy any concept of gender and sex by forcing, for example, this kindergarten teacher, she's forcing girls to play with Lego and denying uh, the boys access to the Lego because Lego has been shown to, you know, inspire creativity and stuff like that. And math skills, and, you know, you have to understand. It, it's it's like the very, very basic foundations of things like architecture and creativity. So she, she says that um, she doesn't want the boys to play with the Lego. She wants only the girls to play with the Lego. She didn't even tell the school. Like, she got funding for this without telling the school that she's going to be cutting off the boys. She even says in her, like, she has a quote, saying well like uh paraphrasing she's like yeah you wouldn't catch me dead allowing the the boys to actually use the lego even though i tell them all the time they just have to wait their turn so i i can understand the concept that she wants to inspire creativity for women because naturally women have a more nurturing aspect to them they're better with things like you know um let's say uh, you know sciences to do with like speech for example they're better at you know teaching english or whatever yeah and 
and they don't have that natural inclination to build things. That's why you don't really see too many female construction workers. Well, that's, uh, I was just going to say, okay, so she wants the girls to play with Lego and the boys don't do it. I actually think that she's doing the girls a disservice here. What she needs to do is get those girls out on a construction site in the mud, having to change a track on, say, a track hoe that's down. They, they got to go to Caterpillar. They got to go to Finning and get the part. They've got to get on their hands and knees underneath a greasy, dirty piece of equipment in the mud that has to be functioning right away and get it going screw the lego yeah i mean i i I contacted the waste management services for here in ontario acting as if i'm a um uh, doing a survey for a foundation and i asked them how many people do they have in their sewage sewage management and sewage treatment plants in terms of women they said that in administrative positions they have plenty I said, well, how about women that are actually in the sewers, you know, actually doing the work of the sewage treatment, which actually becomes your drinking water? They said, well, we don't have any. What? Women don't want to work in sewage treatment facilities? That is so sexist. You know, it is sexist. And I think I think to promote equality, I think that there should be more women knee deep in feces. You know, going through <laughs> yeah, with right. a little with a, with a little net. You know, seeing if they could scoop up uh, any little toys. You know, those like Kinder Egg toys. Corn. And stuff, you know? Yeah, corn, whatever. <laughs> they can sift through it, work as human filters, just like no. those men. You know? Yeah, that's just it. I mean, you know, they want equality and all these things. And you know what? There's a lot of women that, that could do that. I mean, really, in all reality, but uh, nobody wants to. No, no women. Wants to, no. Women aren't lining up for those jobs. No, they're There's not lining up for those jobs. No, that's just know, it. The, the 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 concept of being a man. They 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 say that this is the caveman, you know, way of thinking. But the man is supposed to work as hard as he can to bring home the food and the money and whatever, and the woman's supposed to take care of the household. And people say that that's sexist. Well, you know what? The feminists try to complain about queen bees and lions, about how their roles are supposedly sexist. Okay, well, go argue with a queen bee or, or you know, a beehive. Or go argue with some lions saying, no, 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 the, the way that things work with the, we, the way that the females work there is sexist. Go, go argue with them and try to p- promote your feminism on them, you know. Men, men will do that stuff. Men will do the, the, the sewage treatment. Men will do the garbage picking. Men will do the, the, the construction that, that kills 90%. Like, 90% of uh, workplace deaths are men. And, and I'm pretty sure the 10% that of women are, that are dying is by accident. Like, you know, they, they broke a fingernail and they got their head stuck in a, uh, I don't know, a printer Bannister. or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, random stuff like that. Slip, tri- tripping and falling actually is a very common, uh, common accident that kills women, you know, in like fast food places and stuff. But yeah, I don't. Um, well, let's say, and I mean, uh, war. Think about wars. How many men they kill? <laughs> you know, what I mean, the oh, majority okay. of deaths in a war are guys. Yep, and and when I was in the UN, uh, women only had to do thirty percent of the actual work that we had to do in terms of training. Okay, they only made them do 30% of the running, 30% of the lifting, 30% of everything. And there was zero. When I was in Afghanistan, there was zero women in the frontline forces. Every single one of them had, like, an administrative position. There was zero. And, and like, the odd female that they talk about in the news, it's, it's funny how the picture of the woman, the women that they show that supposedly died in the army, yeah. like, in Afghanistan... 
Well, all of the soldiers over there have no recollection of that person even existing. So you, you got to sit there questioning. I mean, you know, promote equality. Okay, women, go stand in front of a tank. Have fun. You know, like... Well, that's, that's equality for you. And what's wrong with, with uh, being a woman if that's what you're born? I mean, wh- wh- women are great. I, I mean, I love women. I... I dare say I would not be here without them. <laughs> well, ninety-something <laughs> nine, nine, like 92% of the quote-unquote transgendered people, the reason why I say quote-unquote is because most of them aren't actually transgendered. They just say that they're transgendered. But to be transgendered, you actually have to transition by, you know, cutting off your wee-wee. But the vast majority of them, more than, more than 90%, are men becoming women. And when they ask those men who want to become women... The, all of them say, well, there's advantages to being a woman. So. I guess. Mike and Mike, without Super Dawn and American Ock Radio, we'll be back after this hard break, and we're going to let you know why you should never get high and drive your car into a beehive. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 